We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. With week one of free agency in the books, the Detroit Lions made some interesting moves. On today's episode of the Pride Podcast, we're going to break down the players who lost a free agency and also talk about some signings that we made. Did the Detroit Lions approve their roster from last year's 2019 roster? Find out on episode 88 of the Pride Podcast. Yo, what is going on, guys? Welcome back to the Pride Podcast, episode 88 on the Blue Wire Network. I am your host, Tyler, and today's episode is going to be sponsored by Bet Online AG. And I am joined by my two guys, as usual, Malcolm and Pierre. How are you guys doing today? I'm good. What's Malcolm? up with you? Early morning recording again? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. That's, that's just free agency, man. Free agency, always ready to go. And, you know, it's morning time right now. So this episode, we have a lot of recapping to do from what the Lions did this week in general. You know, a lot of releasing players, a lot of trading players, a lot of signing players. It was a crazy week for the Detroit Lions and this free agency class. So let's not waste any more time and let's get straight to it. So um, I'm just going to give you the list of players that left us. And then after that, you can just tell me what you guys think of it. All right. So, some guys that left us, we lost, uh, obviously, Graham Glasgow. He is joining the Denver Broncos on a four-year deal, making about $12 million a year. Ashawn Robinson's heading to the Los Angeles Rams to pair up with Aaron Donald. We got Logan Thomas, who was a tight end three for the Detroit Lions, who actually played like more of a tight end two at some point, and some points even a tight end one for this team. He's heading off to the Washington Redskins. Jay McKissick is also will be joining him on the Washington Redskins. And then Devon Kennard was kind of a surprise release by the Detroit Lions and is joining the Arizona Cardinals on a three-year deal. And besides that, um, all the other Lions free agents are still out there. So you guys got like Tavon Wilson hasn't signed yet. Rashawn Melvin hasn't signed yet. Mike Daniels, Snacks. There's some guys still on the Lions that haven't re-signed yet or haven't signed with a different team yet. But... That is the list of guys that have left the Detroit Lions. And obviously, 
the Darius Slay trade, which we did a whole episode on. So if you guys didn't listen to that, you guys can go check out our episode before that. We broke that down. But um, out of that list, so like, are you guys, you know, mad, sad about any of these guys leaving? Do you guys understand it? Like, where are you guys at? It. Um, the one guy I wanted obviously was Glasgow, but like, yeah. I understand what they did. They'd rather pay tackles over guards. So like, it is what it is. Okay. I know, Malcolm, you, we did the offensive line episode not too long ago, and you were on the boat. You know, we got to get Graham Glasgow, or they got to upgrade and get a guy like Brendan Sheriff or Joe Tooney from the Patriots. Obviously, neither of those happened. Sheriff got yeah. franchise tagged by the Redskins. Joe Tooney got franchised by the Patriots that could potentially be a trade target right now. And um, not certainly for the Lions, I'm not saying that. But And then Graham Glasgow, you said they had to, you know, if they're not bringing Glasgow, it's got to be one of those two. Yeah. So. Where are you at now? Yeah. Um, the the way I feel about it is that um, they I just feel like they had no sense of urgency um, with that guard position in free agency. I mean, they didn't even talk to Graham, to be honest. They didn't even give him an offer. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I don't know. I mean, as a fan, do you trust the coaching staff? I mean, for some reason, I feel like if they showed no sense of urgency and they didn't really grab anybody, maybe they feel like that guy's already on their team. And and, I and I, it sounds crazy, but it's the same situation as last year. Last year they sold no sense of urgency in filling in that guard position when we thought we had that giant hole in guard. And the whole time, the guy was on the team the whole time. It was Joe Dahl. Yeah. So, right. I mean, you, you never know in a situation like this. Usually when a team shows no sense of urgency, I mean, at this point, what are they going to do? Either draft draft a guy and plug him in there, or maybe the guy's already on the team. Again, yeah. um, your guy Bo Benshaw, he he was on the um the active roster the entire oh, year. Yep. They didn't even take a chance to put him on the practice squad because they, I guess, they have a future in that guy. I'm yeah. not saying he's the starting guard, but for some reason, if you're not gonna even attempt to give your starting guard, your versatile guard, an offer, would have who would have been a disc would have been cheaper than the offer he got. He would have t- he would have taken a cheaper offer. Then what if, it was during the se- if it was during, it was the, during season. the season, absolutely. Yeah, but for some reason, if they didn't give him an offer, they didn't really attack that guard market. For some reason, I just feel like that guy's already on the team. Yeah, I mean, it's very possible. I said the same thing. I've I've been doing like Instagram lives the last two days, and people are asking me that same question, and I've kind of responded the same way. Like, if you told me Joe Dahl was going to be our starting left guard last year, I would have been like, I would have shot you down right away. I'm like, that's yeah, not happening. Yeah, and, you know, it, some people would probably say the same thing right now if I told you Bo Benchall could potentially be your starting right guard for, the, you know, the regular season. I mean, we don't know. You can't say this guy sucks. We, what have we seen from him? All we haven't seen, seen anything. Is, all we've seen is preseason. If I told you we just saw Terrell Crosby's preseason, you guys would shoot me down if I said he should be a uh, starting offensive tackle in this league. But then you saw him during the season. He got opportunities, played well in those opportunities. I mean, I can't just judge a guy off a few preseason games as an undrafted free agent. I mean, maybe he has improved. I liked him in the pre-draft process for a reason. I think he could potentially be a good player in this league. Year two is a big jump. I mean, I don't know if he could go from a guy that didn't get a single start, I don't think even a single snap in the regular season, to starting all of a sudden on the right guard spot. That's a huge jump. So I can still expect them to maybe go after a veteran guard. I still expect it, maybe on a one-year deal, but... I mean, yeah, I mean, it's possible. I mean, they did, I guess, got they got a guy like uh, Joshua Garnett from the Niners who's, you know, dealt with some injuries, former first-round pick, actually. 
I mean, I don't know. Maybe they do like something in those guys. But, you know, as of right now, it doesn't look very promising. But we don't know because these guys really haven't had an opportunity to play. So it is risky right now because that right side in pass protection right now is looking uh, at <laughs> yeah, before Yeah, before our, ju- before our judges say it's a disaster and we're in trouble, I want to see it first. Oh, yeah, I'm saying today on the Sunday morning that we are recording, it looks very questionable. Oh, yeah, on paper it looks looks questionable because we don't have nobody, but... Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like I said, one of those guys could come in and step up, or, I mean, who who knows? They might draft somebody. I don't don't know. Yeah, okay. So, another part of that 2016 class, leaving us, A'shaun Robinson, heading off to the Rams. What's your guys' thoughts on that? Um, I want to say something about the guard thing real fast. I think they're going to draft one on the first two days, and I think they're going to sign a veteran. I don't think they trust those guys... Um, that you name just because Garnett hasn't stayed healthy, Bo hasn't played a single snap. Just like my quick two cents on that. Yeah, it's very possible. It's, it's possible. It's possible. But we, like I said, we don't, we don't know. They, the fact that they didn't show any sense of urgency is. I'm I just concerned. I'm, I'm not gonna lie. I'm concerned about that. But it's, it's still early in the offseason, so we'll see what happens. All right. Uh, so Ashawn Robinson, like I mentioned, he's heading off to the Rams. He had a pretty decent deal, eight point five mil a year for a two year span. So. What's your guys' thoughts on that? I think he's going to thrive uh, next to Aaron Donald. Okay. Do you uh, are you okay with him leaving? Like, are you okay with the Lions not resigning him? Yeah, I didn't want him here. Like, it didn't work out. He needed a fresh start. Okay, Malcolm. <laughs> same boat. <laughs> I mean, I, I like I liked Ashawn. I mean, he showed his best game when he played with Snacks. But uh-huh. you kind of see when Snacks wasn't playing as Snacks, he, it, it trickled on his game as well. Definitely. Even though last year he played his best, I think he played one of his best balls last year. Like he played solid last year. Aishon was one of those. Aishon was one of those guys who could have a really good game. Sometimes it's like he was really good in the beginning of the year. Yeah. And then there were some, there were some games Aishon like you just forget he's on the field. It's like exactly. he was so invisible. He didn't do anything at all. Right. And you know. it, like it just happened too much often, especially to make eight point five mil a year. Like I am okay with that, most definitely. I think that's way too much money for Ashawn Robinson. I like good for him. He got his contract, but eight point five million a year for a guy on the lines who's been invisible. Like sometimes I can't even tell he's on the field. Yeah, I- I'm okay with letting him go. <laughs> um, Logan Thomas. This is not a big name by any means. I'm kind of disappointed he's not on this team, honestly. I liked Logan Thomas a lot, man. Like, he kind of stepped in when he was needed. I thought he was way better than Jesse James, to be totally honest with you. And, I mean, he was our third-string quarterback. <laughs> you know, our emergency yeah. quarterback, you know. I, I liked Logan Thomas. It was it would have been a cheap one-year deal. I, I would have been totally fine with that. I'm kind of, you know, I'm, I wish they brought him back. But, you know, it, what it is, I'm not going to you know, pow about not having Logan Thomas back on the roster. Yeah, he probably wants like a bigger role because here they have Hawk and Logan and they have Kenny and Marv and You mean um, Jesse, but yeah. Well yeah, but like You I'm said Logan. Like, huh? You oh said- yeah, my bad. I meant Jesse. Yeah, my bad. That's my fault. Yeah. yeah. So like he wants a bigger role and I think we'll get that in Washington. You know what tight ends are like quarterback's best friend. So yeah. plus Washington's tight end depth sucks. Yeah. yeah. They lost Reed, so He's going to come in right away and be a, I think he's going to be a solid weapon for them. And yeah. then uh, J.D. McKissick joining him. You guys, I, I expected this, honestly. Yeah, that's, uh, that's, that's good for Haskins as well. He's good, th- he's good on third downs. He's kind of like that gadget player. They can move him around a little, could play on special teams. It's a good fit for him. I know Malcolm liked J.D. McKissick. Yeah, I, I, I did. I did. Yeah. I really did. Um, that was one of the signings that I was like, damn, you know. Yeah. But 
you know, good good for JD, man. I th- I think your JD McKissick was like my Logan Thomas. It's like you're not yeah. gonna like be pissed about it, but like you're like, damn, you know, I would like to back on the team, you know. Yeah. The thing but, with Logan, the thing with Logan is that you know Logan wasn't the best run blocker, so no, not at all. You know, um, I think they're I think they're getting committed more to the running game, and we'll talk about that uh, with, yeah. with our signings. But I think they're committing more to the running game. Yeah. All right. So yeah, JD McKissick is gone. And uh, Devon Kennard, now he's heading to Arizona. It was kind of a surprise release. I thought the Lions had zero balls to release Devon Kennard. I, I was just plotting Devon Kennard as our starting Jack linebacker this year. I thought there was no way <laughs> that they're going to release him or they're going to find a replacement for him. I'm shocked, honestly. And I'm, I'm it's a good shock, honestly. <laughs> it's a good shock. All the Big respect, boy moves. All the respect to Devon Kennard. Very good person. Very good locker room guy. But... This needed to happen. But the Lions need to figure it out first. The Lions need to figure it out first. And I'm going to wait till we get into our free agent class to talk about that. But the Lions need to figure out that spot. I'm happy about this move, though. I actually want to bring up something about that spot. Um, I could see maybe Detroit kind of shifting to four defensive ends instead of that Jack linebacker. So the same scheme, but instead of having a Jack, having like another defensive end. I could see that happening. Um, Collins is like a, a good linebacker, but I don't think he's like... He's, he's a jack. I think he's, like, kind of everything. You know, I don't think he's going to line up at jack, like, all the time. Maybe one time at jack, one time at the mic, you know? Yeah. I don't think, like, I don't think he's suited to play the jack full time. No, he's not. He's never done it before. Yeah, I don't So, I think they could maybe, like, if they go after a guy like Everson Griffin, let's say he's still out there, or um, there's another defensive end. forgot his name, but... Everson Griffin, if he's out there, maybe they'll sign him, and that's like four defensive ends. Or maybe they're like they're seeing if Chase falls to us, we'll take him. I, I don't know. It's it's still early. It's just like something just to bring up. They could maybe get rid of the Jack role. What do you think about that, Malcolm? I don't see them. I don't see them lines getting rid of that Jack position, honestly. But I mean, it depends. I mean, he preached we're multiple. We could do whatever. We could play whatever type of defense. That best fits us. So I mean, yeah, they had another D and maybe, you know, you never know. Yeah. Maybe. You just you just never know. Um But yeah, I mean, DK, I mean, we talked about this in the last episode. We were talking about linebackers, talking about Jacks, and I was saying that maybe we could move on for him. <laughs> I didn't think the Lions were gonna do it. I yeah, no. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean that was a big boy move. Yeah. That was, that was a big that was a big boy move, man. I mean it's something that had to be done. And DK is a hell of a hell of a guy. Um, you know, he does a lot for the community. Good guy. Um, right. But he just wasn't he wasn't showing improvement. And he just didn't get pressure on the quarterback. What they needed yeah. to do, lining up consistently in the you know on the D line. I mean, I think he had. I think yeah, well, four, he had four sacks the first game, right? He had three yeah. versus Arizona, yeah, three. and then he finished Arizona. seven of the year. So it looks good. It yeah. looks solid. But like you just look, you you know that chart I'm talking about, right? And if you guys don't know what that chart, yeah, that chart, yeah, is bad. I mean, we're not getting no pressure on the quarterback, and exactly. and they know this. Exactly. They, they 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 know we're not getting pressure on the quarterback, and they're going to do, and it look like they want to improve it, they want to fix it. So that's that's kudos to them. And it's a big yeah. boy move, man. Good job for them. I just remember our episode with Logan. I remember we're like. You know, could we potentially just do this? But like, we didn't. None of us saw it happening, though. <laughs> so mm-hmm. you know, it just happened. I'm I'm kind of glad it happened, though. Well, if they want to replace him, Tyler, your boy's still on the market for some reason. I'm kind of shocked. 
Yeah, we'll see how it goes. I mean, if if you guys are not, you know, hip, it's Kamale Correa. Um, I've mentioned this before. I don't want him starting a, a consistent at the jack role. But if it's a depth piece, I like it. But as yeah. a starter, I wouldn't say that's improvement over Devon Kennard. No, it's, I wouldn't say it much much improvement either. Yeah, I'd say it's a slight improvement. How's that? I don't, I don't even know if I could say that honestly. I don't know. I, mean, I don't think he. I don't think he starts there and gets seven sacks. I'm gonna just say that. Yeah, yeah. what's ironic is Kennard like really got pressure, but he also led our team in sacks, which is kind of crazy. He had seven sacks right the past two years. Fourteen. Past two years, yeah, he had. Four past past two years, he had seven sacks. Yeah, yeah. I know. I know. Fans are kind of hurt by this move, but like, I think you just got to look at it. it. Doesn't get pressure on the quarterback. The, the, the thing is, yeah, yeah. The thing is, if you're a if you're a numbers guy and you just you don't really watch a game, you just look at the numbers. Right. You're like, oh, he had seven sacks last year. Why release this guy? But there's games, bro. He just he just glued to the the tackles. Yeah. Like he just he just glued to them. Like he, like I don't know. Uh, the Chicago game, remember? Was it Cornelius Lucas at tackle? There was one game where Cornelius Lucas started at tackle last year. I think it was she played for Chicago, and Kennard could, I thought Kennard was going to like destroy him in that matchup, mm-hmm. and Lucas just like handled him. And, and it was like, all not like he's getting double teamed either. Just one on one matchups, and it just yeah, not good. Yeah, I mean them rushing three at times didn't really help, but yeah, I know what you mean. All right, let's take a quick commercial break. And we'll get into the free agency class of the Lions signed. Yep. With currently no NBA, NHL, or MLB, you might think there's nothing to bet on. Well, you're wrong. Our exclusive partners still have hundreds of sports, events, and games to wager on. Or let them bring Vegas to you with their online casino and blackjack. All open 24 hours a day, all online, including their $75,000 poker series. If you're into props and entertainment betting, you can still bet on Survivor, Big Brother, American Idol, stock prices, and even the weather. Visit the website and join today and receive a 100% welcome bonus on your first deposit when you use promo code BLUEWIRE. Bet online, your online wagers experts. All right, guys, we are back, and as promised, we are going to get right into this free agency class. So the lines were active in the trade market, free agency market, but let's go off with the first move. And Malcolm has actually kind of nailed down this name a little bit. I call him Big V. His last name is Vitae. I could say that. How do you say the first name, Malcolm? Halevote Vitae. Halevote Vitae. I like that. Vitae. You know how I remember last year we signed Ode Ibushi and we did not know how to say his name? Yeah. <laughs> this is kind of similar to this. This one's harder though, I think. Yeah, this is very hard, yeah. We had yeah. to um we had to use Google's help. Google helped yeah. us. So I hope a little bit, Yeah. It was Google with a little bit of YouTube. Yeah. Um, I got you. we, we we nailed it. All right. So Malcolm, you were talking you you hinted a little bit on this offensive line after the Graham Glasgow thing. You were kinda of hinted in something. And I yeah. want you to start off with this, so Vitae signing. What's your thoughts yeah. on? All right. So with the Vitae signing, first with the release of Wagner, we didn't. Even, did we, we even mention Wagner? Oh yeah, we did not mention Wagner. We did not. We, we not. We, we didn't talk about Wagner real quick. But um, yeah, they released Wagner. So when they did that, that was a it was a major sign that you know they they're actually committed in improving the run blocking on that tackle position because Wagner was awful. 
awful, 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 awful in run blocking. Like, it was terrible. Like, sometimes, like, like he was better off just not blocking. Like, that's how bad it was <laughs> when it came to run blocking. It was bad. So, he was, he was a good pass protector, which is, you know, that's what kept Stafford, you know, for the most part, you know, he was solid. He was solid. I mean, he, he played against Pierre some good tackles. Pierre is nodding his head no. I, I know Pierre is not his head no, but he played against some good edge rushers, man. He has some he has some guys, and we we held them sackless. Yeah, but, like, he also had help from, like, a tight end or a back. I mean, uh, it, it happens. That stuff whatever. happens. That stuff happens. Um, but I think I think Big V, I'm calling him Big V, um, but I think Big V is a, is a hella upgrade in that, that right tackle position. I think it shows that they are committed to running the ball. And I think he's going to be better in pass protection, too. I mean, we'll see. Time will tell. I don't think we overpaid him. What was, what was the deal? It was what, five years. 50. Five years. They're saying, they're saying five years for 45, but with the sentence, it comes to 50, something yeah. like that. Yeah. And it's uh, only 20 is guaranteed. So it's basically like a two year, $20 million deal. You can move on him after like two years with only like four and a half that cap. I don't, I don't think I don't think they are. He's still he's still kind of young, and yeah, I think he's going to be a really good tackle for you know going going forward. So I'm happy with the signing. You know, if it, whatever improves the running game, you know, I'm all with it. So I, I like it. Yeah, yeah. I, I I think the Vitae signing. It, it, I I can't say I love it. I can't say I hate it. Vitae is one of those guys that just never really got the opportunity to start too much. I mean, obviously, I can't really blame it on him. He had Lane Johnson and Jason Peters on on the offensive tackles in Philly. So, you're not taking those guys' spots. But, you know, from you mentioned the really good run blocking. He's a very good run blocker. But I think it's fair to mention he is a very poor pass protector. So, and right now, we don't have a right guard. So... I don't know, man. That right side right now, to me, I know it's still super early. It's looking very questionable right now, especially in pass protection where Stafford dealing with two back injuries the last two years. I don't want Stafford getting killed out there with that right, right. side. You, you know, we don't know. I mean, you're not having Graham Glasgow, and you lost Wagner, who was, you know, all right in pass pro. I think he's an upgrade in over Vitae in pass protection, obviously. But in run protection, Vitae is a lot better. I, and I and I get your point. They look like they are trying to send a message that they want to run the ball and they want to run the ball effective. They're not, you know, looking the, as this as a joke anymore. And I, I I give them kudos, but you know, you got to find a solid right guard that's at least okay in pass protection. Because right now <laughs> we don't have a right guard, and our right tackle is not good in pass protection. So we don't want Stafford getting killed out there. But you know, we'll see how it goes. We just don't know who the right guard is right now. So, Tyler, let me ask you a quick question, man. Where where are we getting the information that Big V is not a good pass protector? Um, you can look on that Pro Football Focus. I mean, you because, can look any of them, man. Yeah, but because watch hey, bro, turn on because, the I mean, he's graded pass protecting better than Wagner. Yeah, Wagner he's graded he, He's graded better than Crosby. Yeah. So overall, he's a better pass protector than the guys that we had. So I, I, I'm not seeing exactly like how, is he how how is he awful? If he's awful, then that means Wagner was must have been completely hot garbage. I think he's not pro- awful, but he has to. He be was like, ranked like 77th, I think, or something. He was one of the worst pass protection right tackles, and or one of the worst pass protection tackles in the NFL. The thing is with Vitae also, he's played left tackle and he's played guard as well. And though he struggled there, his best position is right tackle. That's where he like excelled at when he played with the Eagles. 
So that's a positive to look at. And um, he is an upgrade in pass pro. But, man, his running style, bro, he most people. Like Matt, Patricia, and Bevel are going to run to the right side a lot. This dude literally moves people in the running game. He, yeah, he, he moves does. people. He, like, throws them. He, he's nasty in the run game. I love it. Like, I love how he moves it. The signing with, I'm okay with it. Um, but then you look around the league. The Seattle Seahawks, I mean, the Jets signed the former Seahawk tackle, George Fant, three-year, $30 million deal. But I'd rather have Fant or Vitae at the same price. I'd rather have Vitae, Big V. So Fant, I think, is really, really bad. Like, he's, he's bad. He's super bad. But, yeah. I mean, that's just the market for the tackles, you know? It's, it's like, what it is what it is. I, I, get the, I get the move. It's just I'm, I'm very questionable about this pass protection right now. I'm, I'm not sold on it yet. And I know there's time, like I mentioned. I'm not going to give up on it, but it just doesn't look promising to me right now. So. He'll, he'll be all right. Last year, he had 476 um, snaps, offensive snaps. He gave up two sacks. He'll be all right. And now he's a consistent starter, which is going to be the first time in his career. So, you know, it, it, you're giving a lot of money to a guy that's not really started in the league before. So it, it's kind of, you can almost say it's a project. You can almost say it's a project. I wouldn't call it a project. No, they paid him too much money to be a project. Yeah, it's not a project. Like, start. I know, I know he's your starter, but like he hasn't proved very much to be a consistent starter in the NFL yet. I, I like I mentioned, they had Peters and Lane Johnson, but you know he has never started in a consistent base. Well, let's ask this question: Who would you be more comfortable starting, him or Crosby? I mean, they're both. They, they don't have much experience. But who would you but, be more I mean, comfortable with at the right tackle spot, Vitae? Okay. So yeah, I'll say Vitae too. Yeah. yeah yeah, and then if you also go on Spotrack, it's like a website they do contract evaluations or whatever. And I think they projected his deal to be like nine million dollar at market value. Detroit paid nine or nine and a half, I think, or nine. I forgot. Detroit paid like nine with incentives, ten million. So they got market value for him. I don't think they overpaid for him. It's just the market the cap's going to go up too. I mean, the next thing, year you're going to see deals that are like through the roof. The thing that kind of pissed me off though, because I think this guy's a a lot better right tackle and. You combine two deals I'm going to get into, Chase Daniel and Vitae. You could have got to get yourself a Jack Coughlin. I mean, I think that's a huge – I think Coughlin's a way better player than Vitae and Chase Daniel. And yeah, you combine but- the money, I, I think you could have used that money on Coughlin instead of Chase Daniel and Vitae. That's why I think they kind of messed up. Um, if, if you look at Coughlin, though, he hasn't – he's had trouble staying healthy. The Titans Has did he- not pick up his – yeah, the Titans didn't pick up his fifth-year option because of that. That's why – he became a uh, free agent. They, they, they probably regret not picking up his fifth-year option, but I'm not willing to pay that much money for someone. Um, uh, the Jets, like, even the Jets, like, they have a ton of needs at the O-line. They didn't even want to go that high. So I'm not I'm willing at, to pay some of that type of money with injuries. I'm looking at Coughlin's game record. Played all 16 last year. Had one injury year last year in 2018. Played only nine, but 16-16. Four years Oh, I don't know. Well, they're saying the Titans. He's very inconsistent too with the Titans. I, I don't know. I read like some Titans fans saying that. So, I'm 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 all I know is I'm happy with the Vitae signing. I think yeah, he's gonna. Too. I think he's gonna be a, a hell of an upgrade than what we had last year. Yeah, yeah. So there's that. I guess I don't know. I'm. Let's give it a grade. We'll give a grade for your signing. We didn't do that. So if you have to give a grade to the Vitae signing, Malcolm, what are you giving it? B plus. B plus. Pierre. C plus. I'll stick at a CC plus as well. All right. Uh, Jamie Collins, three years, $30 million deal. I love this signing a lot. I absolutely love this signing. When we were talking about linebackers and edge rushers, this is a guy I pushed the table for. 
He came off a career year in New England. I'm excited about this move. Jamie Collins is one of those guys could play almost essentially every linebacker spot as well. He could fill in for anywhere. He had three interceptions, seven sacks. He, you know, he he's just a he's a baller, especially in that New England scheme. Like we saw when he went to Cleveland, he wasn't himself. He wasn't playing in the right scheme. But you know, Matt Patricia runs that similar scheme when New England ran. So I think he's going to thrive in this defense, and I'm excited for this Jamie Collins signing. Yeah. Um, you nailed it. He's versatile. He had uh, 10 tackles for a loss, 10 quarterback hits, 7 sacks, 3 forced fumbles, 3 picks. And he instantly, we finally have a linebacker that could cover. Since DeAndre yes. Levy, we finally have a linebacker that I agree. could cover. I definitely yep. agree. I definitely yep. agree. That, 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 that's huge. That's yeah. huge. You know, some, some people say he got a little overpaid, and that, that's a little fair. But, like, it's free agency. I kind of expected it. I mean, when I told you guys the linebackers episode, I expected six to seven million. He got ten million a year, so I'm not gonna kill it. I it's a tad overpaid, but it's it's fine. I love the signing. They they you know they spend a little extra to get him. I'm fine with it. I like the Jamie Collins signing, so um, I think that's quick and easy. My grade is an A. What do you guys give it? A minus. A. I really like the signing a lot. All right, the third signing. All coming on day one, uh, defensive tackle Nick Williams signing a two-year, $10 million deal from the Chicago Bears. Sorry for Malcolm. What do you think of this deal? I think it's, I think Nick I think Nick Williams have, have a hell of potential. Um, last year, he came off with six sacks. Yeah, six sacks. Career year. Six sacks. As a, as a, but he played he played um, DN in um, Chicago, didn't he? Or was he, it he tack- stepped in for a defensive tackle when Akeem Hicks got placed on IR. But he's versatile. Play both. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I I like it. I mean, coming in 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 the middle, the defensive tackle position, we haven't had a defensive tackle that that posted more than four sacks since Dominican Sue. So this is this is something that's huge. I mean, if he could just be consistent and have the same amount, the same year he had last year. I mean, pressure wise, it'll be one of the best defensive tackle years we had on the line since Dominican Sue. If he could just yeah. keep putting pressure and he has the same amount of sacks, I mean. We haven't had that since Sue. I'm not going to discredit his six sacks, but when you have a guy like Khalil Mack, you have guys like Eddie Goldman, you have a really good defensive line in Chicago, yeah. it definitely helps out. Yeah. Getting, yeah. A you're lot not getting one on one. Yeah, he yeah. gets a lot of one on one opportunities, but I don't think exactly. he's going to get double teamed here either. Most no, of the double teams are going to be coming from Trey Flowers. Trey Flowers and then yeah. uh, depending on who we have on the other side, you might get some double teams there. And he might see the same thing um, yeah. single opportunities one on one to make big plays. So we'll see. And then besides for that 2019 season, you know, it's kind of when he just came out of nowhere and no one knew who he really was and he just broke out, had six sacks. You know, he's at 30 years old. So it's a low-risk, potential high-reward signing. So I'm okay with it. Where are you at that beer? This is a guy you root for. This guy is bounced around the league, had a career year last year, finally got paid. So it's a cool story. Um, he's actually a good run defender as well. That That's underrated about his game. And then if you just go back and watch the Lions versus Bears last year at Chicago, you'll see why the Lions signed him. Yep. And yeah. what, he, what he's done to Wagner. <laughs> Fucking Wagner. Yeah, dog. he could also play end as well. So he could play tackle and end. He's versatile. Um, I think mainly he'll play the three-tech here, but he could also play end. Um, good run defender. I, I like him. He's quick off the line. I look he at is. him as a, as a rotational piece right now. And as a rotational piece that we have on our roster right now, I think it's Deshaun handed him right now. Right I now. think with the five mil they gave him, I think that's starter money. Maybe they don't want yeah. Hand to start because like his injury, so they might like yeah. slowly like rotate him, and they're like on third downs or something. Very but fair. It, it's uh, a good signing. 
Yeah. So, uh, great. Peter, what do you give it? I give it an A. I like this a lot. Oh, oh wow. Wow. Um, I was going to go to the lower end um, on this one. I'll say I'll say a C plus. Okay. I was going to give it a B, B minus. It's, I mean, it's a solid move. It's not going to be a crazy impact. He's not going to immediately impact, impact your pass rush, but he's a good piece to help to you know help the pass rush but like this can't be your only signing on the pass rush and expect you know changes you know so that's where i'm at it uh quarterback chase daniels under three years 13 million dollar deal oh god malcolm what do you say with this oh god (laughs) (laughs) you know every year when you have um you have that one signing that you just don't really like too much this is Um, one of them this is this is one of them um i wasn't not really a fan of chase daniels i mean he's been in the league forever and he has like Three or four starts, five, I mean, five, two and five starts. Two and three. One of them was versus the Lions in 2018 versus Thanksgiving. Yeah. And he's been in the league for how long? What eight, nine years? He's been in there for a while. He's been there for a while. I mean, I, I just I don't know. The thing is, and and they paid him as quarterback number two money. Like he's he's right. he's our backup. That that's that's who our backup is. Yeah. And no this is the way I feel right now. It's something that's happened to Stafford. Do you are you comfortable Chase Daniels coming in and winning you football games? No. That's that. That's the thing. I, I'm not comfortable with Chase Daniels coming in and winning those games. What happened if we lose Stafford for it's week week five, and we lose, we're missing for three weeks? Do do you, do I trust Chase Daniels to come in for three weeks and and handle business? No, Maybe a I game. <laughs> Maybe a game. I don't. I don't trust him to come in and handle business. That just that's just me. I mean, I I, I don't know. I mean, I would have. I, I wanted a vet. I mean, they got a vet. I mean, he's a vet, but I wanted like somebody with like. Starting a lot of starting experience, maybe I I don't know. I mean, like hopefully Kino. you draft, hopefully you draft somebody. Yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I don't know because he can't even cut this guy. You can't. If he sucks in camp, if he comes out and pull a a, a savage, a Tom Savage, David, we fails. can't cut this guy. We can't cut this guy. Yeah, no, you can't. He's your guy. He's your guy. I mean, I, that's the thing. If it was a one year deal, I'd be like, oh, no, okay, can't body, yeah. can't body for competition. You know who who yeah. knows. Maybe they draft somebody, and that draftee is better than him. You cut him. You can't cut this guy. I could definitely see David Ball playing him, honestly, in camp. Yeah. David Ball might be sent to the – I don't think – does he qualify for the practice squad? Does he, he qualify? Qualifies. Yeah, it was only a rookie last year. Yeah, he qualifies. I know, but, but it's, if you have X amount of starts, you can't – you don't qualify no more. He only started in – since Thanksgiving and on – so I think the, I think I think it's six games. I think if you have six starts, you can't. I'm pretty. I'm qualify. almost positive he qualifies because I, I think that's like this. That's what people are assuming right now. He's just gonna because they're gonna carry two quarterbacks this year and then gonna have Blau in the P squad if he yeah. clears waivers. Obviously. Uh, yeah, you guys see how I many? Yeah, I mean, I think if you have five, five or six starts, you no longer qualify for the P squad. But who knows? I can't Maybe he does. That. Maybe I'm he does. pretty sure he does, though. But we're stuck with Chase Daniels. Regardless, we're stuck with Chase yeah, Daniels. You are. This yeah. this is who this is who our backup is. If Stafford goes down, Chase Daniels is your guy. I mean, it it, right. it, it is what it is. Yeah, and and like we mentioned, like the guys we lost, we didn't really talk about them. But Driscoll, I kind of like Driscoll more than Chase Daniel. Honestly, I think he had more things to mess around with, more tools Two. to mess around with. So, I'd rather have experimented of another year of Jeff Driscoll as a camp body than give a guy that. Ha- been a career backup not a lot of guaranteed money but a guaranteed money to be enough to be a backup quarterback so i'm with i'm with malcolm on this where are you at pierre um so this is a guy who's smart like i kind of have like a little theory i don't know if it's true or not but this is a guy who's like he's smart um he's been in the league for a while 
Um, he's like a veteran savvy guy, but his arm, like our offense is a vertical offense and his arm is more kind of like a quick passing game. Like he doesn't really have a strong arm. So I, that's kind of confusing, but I think this is what's, I think this is why the point they signed Daniels, he's going to help Stafford in the film room. Cause he's a, he's a veteran uh, guy. I think Detroit's going to draft the quarterback on day three and they're going to have this guy help develop. So Stafford focuses on football. And this guy kind of helps develop a rookie quarter, like a young QB. You know what I mean? So I think kind of it's like that. But I give this move enough, bro. I don't like it at all. So this is this is like your Orlovsky signing? Not not necessarily Orlovsky. <laughs> like he started in the league, but he needs a good running game. Like I asked Glover Quinn, I was like, "You played against him. What do you think?" And Glover Quinn said he'll be fine. Obviously, a system guy will need a strong run game. Uh, Malcolm so Post? like. Pull a siren. He just mentioned he talked to Glover Quinn like so casual. Pull a siren. Off. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, yeah, I talked to Glover Quinn. Um, th- that's that's a. I mean, what you said is kind of a problem. If 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 he, if we're bringing Chase Daniels to help veteran Matthew Stafford in the fill room, that's that's a problem. No, not like that. Like you know, like every like the backup quarterback's job is to assist the starting quarterback breaking. Like Stafford is a smart dude, but like yeah. Yeah, it doesn't hurt to have another guy help you out, though. You know what I mean? And Chase Daniel, if he could start a game or two, I wouldn't mind it. But if he starts, like, five or six games, you're in trouble, dude. Like, you're in trouble. Yeah. I, I mean, you, you get a lot of wiggle room. You said five or six. I don't trust this guy to start a game. I have one to two games. is fine. Like, if you have a strong running game and you have a good defense, you could win. You I mean, he won in Chicago. Dude, look a... at Chicago. He won in Chicago. He won for size. <laughs> No, but in general, yeah, he won Versace, I, I guess, yeah, but that is true. Our defense was awful. Oh, man. Yo, he what, you, what in, you like, asking for? I, I'll trust him for a game, like come in a game or two and start, but if it's like three to five games, it, it gets scary, man. No one had the audacity to say, I play well at Fort Field. <laughs> he had the audacity. This guy. Oh, yeah, so his arm doesn't fit the scheme. His arm, like, he just, he's not really a scheme fit. He's more like a guy, like a veteran guy maybe they could trust, you know? So he can move a little, not as he used to when he was younger, but he's a little mobile. I guess we'll see. I, I'm not really a fan of it. I give it an F. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not really a fan, but I give it an I'm F. On your I'm not going to give it a straight F. I'm on your boat with it. I'm not giving it a straight F. I'm going to say a D minus. Like, I, I don't like it. I don't like it, but an F is, F is an F. <laughs> That, that's I'll, I'll, I was gonna give like a D or D minus as well. Yeah, but yeah, I'm gonna give a D minus. The only positive I see out of it is yeah, like he kind of mentioned it. Stafford bouncing ideas with a veteran quarterback—that's always good to have. You know, having a veteran just to bounce ideas off—it's not necessarily getting ideas, but bouncing off ideas with Sean Ryan, Chase Daniels, almost like another coach hat, essentially. Right. So, yeah. Just, just a lot of money to it, in my opinion. And also to help <laughs> develop a younger guy too, like let Stafford focus on like football or whatever, and let Chase Daniel kind of show this a younger guy the ropes. Yeah, I think they're drafting a younger guy. I really do. And I think it's going to be um, Anthony Gordon. But we'll see. Oh, Anthony well. Gordon could be, man. They work with them. Yeah, I, 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 yeah. like, I, I like it. I would like it. There is speculation that they requested to work with him, too, at the uh, senior bowl. They requested yeah, they, him. They, they did a trade with the South team. Oh, oh they, they did? did? So they did yeah. request him. Okay, thanks. Yeah. Yeah, That's so. what's up. That's what's up. So they, so wanted, yeah. to... they wanted to work with him. So he's a guy they to watch. Did. Yeah, I believe they traded Jalen Hurts for Anthony Gordon to work out for. So that's interesting. I don't know that. Okay, sweet. Yeah. Oh wow! So we originally had Jalen Hurts. I'm not positive. But I think we did. I Isn't think... Hurts the South though? Isn't Oklahoma in the South? I think 
Cincinnati wanted Jalen Hurts, and I think the Lions want to test out with Anthony Gordon. I think it was something along those lines. I don't remember yeah, exactly. Okay. Yeah, but. I remember saying like Detroit wanted to work with Anthony Gordon. They requested him, so they gave him they gave him us to yeah. work with. Sweet. All right, let's get into our next signing. Uh, former Patriot, another one, uh, defensive tackle Danny Shelton, two years, eight million dollar deal. I'll start off with this one. Um, I, I you know I like the move. I think he's a solid player. He's going to be your nose tackle. He's going to be your Damon Snacks Harrison replacement. He's not going to be your Damon Snacks Harrison from 2018, but he might be similar to your 2019 Damon Snacks Harrison. You know, maybe a little better. Um, a lot better. A lot no, better. a lot better. You think so? Better. Yeah, Damon yeah, Snacks Harrison was invisible in 2019, bro. <laughs> he didn't I mean, do anything. He's good. The Patriots actually um, wanted him back, but he came to Detroit. He's actually good. Danny yeah, Shelton, good. I runner. think he's a solid player. I think he's a good player. I'm not going to say he's a superstar. I'm not going to say he's a yeah, pro player, but I'm going to say. He's an all right player. He's a, he's going to start. He's going to be your first and second down player as your nose tackle. He's not going to be there in third down. He's a big boy. It's a really reasonable contract. If it doesn't work out year one, it's a very easy move on, honestly, because um, the contract, how the way it's situate, situated. So, right. um, yeah, I mean, it, it, it is good. He's, he's going to be your starting nose tackle. Is one of the guys we mentioned. Uh, I mean, I know fans want a guy like a Javon Hargrave or a DJ Reader. Obviously, it didn't happen. I think you got kind of a bargain with Danny Shelton, honestly. Yeah, you look at the money that those guys got. They got 13 or whatever, 13, yeah, 13 yep. and a half a year, something like that. Then Pierce got $9 million a year. When you get Shelton at $4 million a year, that's a steal. And Shelton, yeah. he's not a great nose. He's not snacks. He's not a great nose tackle, but he's a good nose tackle, which I'm fine with. He still eats up blocks. He'll, he'll like... Um, He'll make lanes for Jared Davis and whoever's else to buy. He'll make running lanes for those guys. So the, he knows the system. It's a good signing. Okay. Yeah, Malcolm. Yeah, I feel the same way. I mean, I think it's a good signing. You bring in a guy who knows the culture, knows the system. You already know what, what to expect from him. So yeah. he'll come in right away and do what he does. Same thing he did last year, man. I think he was really he was a, one of the, the main pieces for their defense last year as far as um, stopping the run. Um, so you bring that here. I think I think that work, that works out really well. All right, great. Malcolm, you want to give a grade? Uh, I'll go. I'll go. Um, I'll go solid B. I'll, I'll solid B on this one. Here, I'll go with a B plus. All right, I'll go B minus. Okay. Um, the Lions, the same day traded for another Patriot, uh, Deron Harmon. They traded a fifth round pick, and got Deron Harmon and his four million cap hit. And they also got a seventh round pick from the New England Patriots. Uh, Pierre's smiling right now, so you could go ahead and answer this one. All right, this is my favorite move of the offseason. I always liked Harmon's game. Like, I've always watched him. Every time I watch the Pierre's, like, man, this guy is so underrated. He needs more snaps. Like, but who would he get it, like, from Chung or McCordy? The Patriots love him. This guy, he is so good. Like, seriously, he, he's, like, underrated, man. He, he, uh, I think he had 17 picks. He mostly will play free safety. Um, Tracy Walker will probably play that strong safety role, and then Will Harris will play that <clears throat> third safety role. He's versatile too, man. He he could cover. Um, he's rangy. I like him as a free safety, as that single high guy in the cover one scheme. That's why I like him. But he could move around as well. If there's like injuries or like if they want to disguise coverages, he can move around. He's like I your love this fielder. signing. I mean, like I love this trade. Yeah, yeah, I just like, love this trade. Yeah, it's a good move. It's like Lover Quinn. If you hear him talk. He honestly reminds me of Glover Quinn a little. Like, no lie. 
Yeah, no, he plays similar to him, kind of like that. He's like a center fielder, like for a baseball term. He's in the outfield playing everywhere. He's going to track the ball down. That's his role, you know. Mm-hmm. I, I like the move. It's, it's a very solid move. I think you got a good, a good contract, too. Adam, $4 million a year. He did trade a fifth-round pick. But it was a base, it's, if you look at it, essentially, it was a Nino dig straight for Deron Harmon. So you could take it how you want to take it as that. Yeah, yeah. I think it's a very underrated move. I mean, a lot of people probably don't know much about him. But it was, it was a hell of a move. I mean, he's going to improve the the secondary. So I mean, that's all. That's what it's all about, man. As long as they're improving the improving the defense and they're making a lot of efforts in improving the defense, I'm all I'm all with it. So okay, uh, Malcolm grade, grade B plus, B plus. I'll give it a B plus as well. Pierre, A plus. I love this move. I told you guys this from the start. Okay. Oh, wow. <laughs> then I also want to say one thing. All these former Patriots and were like, oh, we're becoming the Patriots. The thing is. Like, we heard about what happened the other day with Slay. These guys know the culture. And you heard if you heard Harmon talk, he said he loves the way Matt Patricia coaches, like, the way he motivates guys. So sometimes, like, the motivation is not for other guys, but the motivation works for other guys. And these guys know the culture. You're not going to have problems with Shelton, with Collins, with um, Harmon. Uh, Harmon. Yeah, and Harmon is also a leader. He, he could be a leader of that defense. I'm all, I'm all with it. I'm all with it, man. You know, definitely. And a lot of people don't, they, like you said, they don't, they, they don't get it. And these are the guys that's going to come in and, and do what they got to do. And they know, they know the, they know what they have to do. So all I right. see these signings as you saw Damian Dola was so great with us last year. And yeah. one of the leaders, I see these as a whole bunch of Danny, Danny and Mandola signings. Right. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, so this is a very interesting one. This is Darius Slay's replacement, essentially, mm. now. Desmond Trufant, two years, $21 million, and Malcolm had a very big grunt. You want to go ahead and start off with this one? I, I, I like it. As far as, um, you know, getting the best, one of the best options to, to replace Slay that was in the market. I think he probably was the best. I mean, he is. Yeah, I think he he was the best option out there. So I mean, I like it. I think Desmond Trufant's a good player. He still has a lot a lot left, and I think we paid him a lot less. So, and we're we're not committed too much into him. Yeah, I remember when we were texting when Trufant got released because we absolutely hated his defensive back market. Like we thought these corners, none of them fit what the Lions wanted yeah. to do, and just weren't very good for the scheme. And we're like, man, you know, who who's one of these guys that could just kind of step in for Darius Slay and maybe, like, be an all right corner, cornerback one for this team. And there was none of them. Until that same morning, Desmond Trufant got released by the Falcons. We're like, this has to be the guy. This is the yeah. only guy that makes sense for the Lions right now in the market. And, you know, they did it, took advantage of it. I'm in for it. I like the move. Yeah. Yeah, I think it works out. A lot of people, a lot of people might be in panic mode. But we talked a lot about this in the last episode. Um, you know, with, with the pass rush or without the pass rush, Darius Slay on the team, the team is going to have the same results. Um, so I think Desmond Trufant with the pass rush, I mean, I'm not going to say Darius Slay is the issue. Darius Slay is not the issue. Um, but the defense might be better. If we have a pass rush, <laughs> and the way the secondary is right now, if we have a pass rush, the defense is going to be better. Right. Overall yeah. defense is going to be better. I mean, as of right now, they haven't really essentially fixed the pass rush too they much. Haven't. I mean, they got but Nick one, Williams, but I can't say they fixed it. One guy so in the draft early. could fix that. One guy in the draft could fix 
Yeah. yeah. You, I mean, you hope they gotta they gotta take this seriously. They gotta take this seriously and get someone early on. They can't be like a round four project guy anymore. Like, this has oh, to be a round know. one or round two impact, like right away. I yeah, got you. yeah, come in right away. I mean, yeah. And I think they have I think they have ammo to even move it back up into the second round. They do if they want. Yeah, they do. Yeah. So yeah. We'll, we'll see what happens. Uh, Pierre, true font signing. Where are you at with it? Uh, six feet, one ninety, four three eight speed. Has the size and speed they like. Obviously, um, wasn't isn't the same player as he was earlier in the career, but still good. Last year he had four picks, then he got hurt. I like it. I told you guys, we, like we talked about this a lot. I was like, we could see Trufant signing or Logan Ryan. They went with Trufant. I think that's probably better. He's more of an outside corner, and he's um, he's a playmaker when he's healthy. But that's the question. He's getting up there in age a little, so health is an issue. Health is like a little of a question mark, but I think he's more of a high-end CB2 right now in this league. Um, but for now, I guess like you could settle as CB1. It's not that bad. Well, if you get a guy like Jeff Okuda, you could essentially take his spot eventually. Yeah, yeah so like, if they take like... Okuda, I could see them like starting Trufant at the one, and then if Okuda like, balls out or like does really well, they'll move him to one and put True at two. Yeah, I definitely see that. Yeah, 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 definitely. That's why I mean. That's so, why the contract is he's contract friendly right now. He's a two year deal. Two year twenty one. Yeah. So two you can 21. move on after one year. Exactly. With like a little debt cap. Yeah. So the lines of two depth signings. I don't think you guys are really gonna have much to comment on these ones. Uh, they still have ten million left on cap, but they uh, signed Jason Kirsch from the Minnesota Vikings, one year, two point five mil, and they signed defensive back Tony McRae from the Cincinnati Bengals. Don't actually know the contract details on this one. They never leaked out. And the Lions re-signed safety slash linebacker, Miles Killebrew. So if you guys want to talk about I think was – wasn't McRae one and a half? I or actually never – I never saw the contract de- details. Yeah, it's one and a half deal. It's one and a half. I have it written down. Okay. Yeah, uh, McRae and uh, Kurs, Kurs, J. Ron Kurs. Oh. Those, those guys are both special team uh, – really, really good on special teams. And then if you look at McRae, he comes from Coombs, the Bengals. I'm guessing that Braden Coombs kind of like pounded the table for him. Like, I want this guy on special teams. Yeah. And he could play, like, if you need him for, like, one game. It's not ideal, but if you no. need him, like, as depth reasons, he could play on defense. Yeah, Please probably no. not. But Please no. I mean, but the whole <laughs> point of, like, making a roster is having more than one role, right? So if, like, in an emergency situation, he could come in and play corner. He's played corner. Okay. And then J. Ron Curse, he's actually a safety who in limited snaps has done really well. He's good in coverage. I could see him maybe like using him like if there's like multiple tight ends on the field, Tracy Walker on one tight end and Curse on the other tight end. He's kind of maybe like your coverage special team guy. Really but good in coverage. Yeah, I like him. He has he has a gun charges or something, so he might be suspended a game or two in the year. And then the other one was Killebrew. Yeah, yeah, Miles Killebrew. Mostly special teams, and then he's also can play safety or linebacker if there are a lot of injuries. I think so, I think these three are going to essentially maybe two out of three make the roster. I think they're all going to compete and right. for that spot. You know, they're all play kind of the same position. Um, they're going to be really big on special teams, obviously. So whoever wins the spot, maybe two out of three make it. I like the curse sign the best, and I just feel like it's a Jason curse. It's Jerron curse. I'm sorry about that. Um, Say his name right, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Um you know, kind of reminds me of like kind of similar to the Andrew Adams signing last year, like the curse one. I could see him competing if you know he plays well enough, he can win the spot. If he doesn't, they could just move on from him. Same with the McRae signing, you know, Braden Crooms guy. You could see that potentially making the team, maybe potentially not. It's just going to be all competition at this point. I don't think none of, none of these three are guaranteed a roster spot at this point, but all competition. Mm-hmm. And um, right. 
at this point, Sunday, March 22nd, the Lions have essentially $10 million left in cap for free agency. So they have more than that. So they usually like what they do is you have to spend $7.5 million in the draft, obviously. And then Bob Quinn every year has saved at least $10 million going into the season or the training camp, just so for emergency funds. You know, like last year example would be Mike Daniels, you know. Uh, it's just always prepared for those surprise cuts come August, come September, you know, come whenever during the season, obviously. So right now, the way Bob Quinn usually run things, you got $10 million left to spend in free agency. So you could be looking maybe at a potential guard, maybe another corner. I'm looking at a guard right now. I still think they need to address that position and maybe I for agree. a veteran. So a bag, keep attention on, keep an eye on like Deion Lewis, Devontae Freeman. Those guys make sense. No, too, no, don't, don't say Deion Lewis. Not for me, but bro, like they need a receiving Please back. No. Please Lewis no. is that, and then they try to trade for Freeman. So I'm just saying. I'll take Freeman. I'll be all right with Freeman. Freeman fell off a cliff last year, man. He sure did, but, I mean, you put him <laughs> in a three-man rotation, he might be all right. But yeah. if you put Lewis just as a third down back, see if it's like a one-year, two-million-dollar deal, I'd be fine with that. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. I mean, yeah, I guess. Former Patriot. Former Patriot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um... All right, that's it. Yeah. Uh, I hope you guys enjoyed episode 88 of the Pride Podcast. That's all our analysis on this big free agency list, all the guys they have released and kept. And like I mentioned, they still have 10 million left in cap, so there still could be a move to be happen. And that's all I got. So if there is a move, expect a podcast coming out on that. So see you guys. Yeah. Uh, with that cap, like they're saying 10 to 12, but I think it's more like 10. And you're right with that. And also, guys, next week, we, I mean, later this week, we'll have a surprise guest on draft prospects stay tuned for that Chase Young? no i wish he's hard <laughs> to get no um this is more of a small school prospect but you guys will enjoy he's a good kid um all right guys before i let you out make sure you subscribe rate and review on apple podcast and i am out peace all right everybody it's your boy malcolm y'all already know what it is go ahead and um leave the voicemails um if you want to vent if you want to um just give a shout out um those voicemails are available um that number is 313-355-3116 and i'm out it's your boy malcolm peace is talking about magnesium it's all you hear about but why what do we know about magnesium well magnesium is the number one mineral that 75 percent of americans are deficient in if you are a woman over 35 magnesium will help you rediscover balance energy and vitality magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body including those involved in hormonal balance from functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. 
Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.